Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. Today is Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. Let's talk about the NBA Finals before Game 6. But first, remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, from the opening tip-off, from Game 1, I've told you that I thought the Golden State Warriors, who lost Game 1, were the better team, will be the next NBA champion. Well, we're now at Game 6. The series is 3-2 to two Golden State. The Boston Celtics have shown resilience all year long. To get here, they had to win two Game 7s, right? One against the defending champs the Milwaukee Bucks, the other against the Miami Heat in Miami. I don't have enough visibility to bet on game six. The only bets I'm going with are bets I've had. Uh, Warriors, I thought the Warriors would win in five. That's how lopsided I thought it was. I also have Warriors in six. Um... I'm not going to bet individually on this game. Let's talk about why. You know, the Warriors have a scar in their past. It's a big scar. I believe the overhang affects them today because, understand, Steph, Clay, and Dre were all heavily involved in an earlier Game 7, right? On a season where they were about to become the team with the most regular season wins to win an NBA championship. And a guy named LeBron James playing game seven on the road in Golden State was able to complete a three games to one comeback on the Golden State Warriors. More importantly, while Draymond Green went off that game, he had a great game. You'd be surprised. Look at the box score. Go to basketballreference.com and look up that box score. Clay and Steph did not have good games. Right? I'm sure if you research Steph Curry, the most disappointing game of his career is probably that game seven. Right? The Warriors had already won a title. This was supposed to be the coronation. Both Clay and Steph came up flat. Meanwhile, LeBron, I believe, had over 30 points. A guy named Kyrie Irving had even more points than that. Hit a big three-pointer in that game. So I believe the Warriors are very concerned with closing, right? They were so shaken, folks, by that NBA Finals that they went out and got Kevin Durant, right? Just understand, too, there are those who knock Curry here in the Bay. They say he's won exactly one ring without Durant, right? For those who don't know how the story ends, the next nine games of the NBA Finals, eight of them were won by Kevin Durant and the Golden State Warriors. 
So now we're back to being without Durant. Right? The Warriors have actually stumbled in an NBA Finals. Right? Durant got hurt in an NBA Finals. Right? The Warriors went through missing the playoffs. Now they're back. I'm just telling you, I've watched NBA basketball long enough to understand that the great teams, and I consider this Warrior team to be a great team, the great teams don't allow Game 7s when they have an opportunity to stomp you out in 6. Understand, there's a guy named Michael who won six rings and never had to go to a game seven in an NBA Finals, right? I understand. He had to go to deciding games in the playoffs, but not in the finals. So the Warriors are loaded for bear here. I don't believe they're going to leave anything to chance. They've lost a game seven on their home court. They know their home court is not an automatic. They know that. So now they have a team that looks vulnerable in front of them. Understand, it's an optical illusion when you're watching the game. You see height on Jason Tatum. You see height on Jalen Brown, right? I'm just telling you, and he proved it again in the plus minus in Game 5, the best player, in my opinion, on the Boston Celtics is Robert Williams. Right? He, again, led the team in plus-minus. Now, that's not how the fans see it. All you have to do is look at the odds for NBA Finals MVP, the guys leading for the Boston Celtics. They always have Tatum up there. Jalen Brown is up there. Marcus Smart is listed ahead of Robert Williams. Right? In actuality, this has turned out to be a defensive matchup. Understand, Williams is on an all-defensive team, deservedly so. But, and this is the big but, this is what gave gamblers the edge. This is one of the reasons why I picked the Warriors in this series. Williams is coming off of knee surgery. He's a guy who plays about 30 minutes a game. Right? He's not over 40 minutes. They have to take him off the court. Understand, guys like Wilt Chamberlain, I'm just throwing out great names, hardly ever left the court. Had seasons where they averaged over 40 minutes a game. Robert Williams can't get anywhere close to that because of his knee. His knee swells up. It was a meniscus tear. So now we're at game six. There's going to be a lot of energy, as you can imagine, in Boston. Right? They're going to come out. The feeling is they were close in games in the second half, late in the second half, and they just let the game get away. Is that really the case? Game five is the scariest game, folks, of the NBA Finals. Boston holds Steph Curry to no threes. Think about that. Curry's the favorite to win Finals MVP. No threes. 
Boston roughs up Golden State in terms of rebounding. This is not game four. In game five, Boston has an eight rebounding edge. Boston scores 16 second chance points. Golden State only has seven. Boston hits more threes and is more efficient from three. Right, folks? They're more efficient from the three-point line by something like 12%. They hold Golden State to less than 23% efficiency from three. How did they lose? <laughs> How did they lose by as much as they did? Right? Because Golden State, the team ranked first in the NBA in defensive rating. Right? Had 50 points in the paint. Think about it. The team you think of as a finesse three-point shooting team had 50 points in the paint to only 36 for the Boston Celtics. Folks, it's a shocker. The three-point shooting team in Game 5 were the Boston Celtics. Understand, too, that Golden State is so deep, they had a 21-point advantage in scoring off the bench. Golden State, 31 points off the bench. Boston, 10. Right, 10 off the bench in a series where Robert Williams will be lucky if he gets to 35 minutes in playing time. And he's Boston's best player. Golden State is the team that gets steals. They had nine steals in game five. Boston only had two. And here's a problem, and it's a profound problem. You get to the end of games. This is when Boston seems to fade, isn't it? Understand it's structural. Golden State had three guys during the regular season who hit at least 90% of their free throws. Folks, that's unheard of. In Game 5, Golden State as a team hit 86.7% of their free throws. 86.7% as a team. Boston hit 67%. If Golden State and Boston are neck and neck and get to the part of the game where guys start getting fouled, understand Boston has fewer options. You say, man, I'm going to foul Steph Curry. Then you say, what, are you, what am I thinking? I don't want Steph on the line. So then you think, man, I'm going to go foul Clay Thompson. Then you think, what am I thinking? I don't want Clay Thompson on the line. Then you say, man, I better foul Jordan Poole. Right? He's not a splash brother, at least not historically. He doesn't have a ring on his finger. Then you think, what am I thinking? Jordan Poole hit 90% of his free throws in the regular season. Right, so understand, Boston has problems here. The team that you thought was the points in the paint team, the team that you thought was the shutdown defensive team, right? Number two rating, defensively, in the regular season. 
is actually up against the number one rated regular season defensive team. Right? Don't let the finesse parts of Golden State fool you. Let's talk about the other problem, too. The depth of Golden State's defense. You remember LeBron, the first time he runs into Golden State in NBA Finals. Puts up great numbers, but is inefficient. Look at the shooting percentage. The guy sticking him was a guy named Andrew Igudala. Andre Igudala. Igudala ends up winning Finals MVP. He is a great defender. Right? Remember what Jordan used to say. Offense comes and goes. Right? That's Jordan who averaged 30 points a game career. Offense comes and goes, but defense you should be able to do every night. Igudala is rested, folks. They have a guy, Otto Porter. Great defender. Right? These aren't the guys you think of immediately when you're thinking of the Splash Brothers. Who's going to win MVP? Steph Curry. Right? Those are the guys you're thinking of. You're thinking when you think of defense on Golden State. You're thinking of Draymond Green. Right? Who, of course, is healthy and is on the team. But understand, Otto Porter is a great defender. Gary Payton Jr. is a great defender. Has anyone noticed that the Warriors at times in this series have just said to Andrew Wiggins, shut down Jason Tatum? Has anyone looked at Tatum's plus minus numbers? Folks, they're terrible. They're terrible. You don't have to go back to the minus 36 game. Just go back to the last game, game five. They're terrible. I don't care how the brothers look when you're watching the game. I don't care what it looks like they could do, right? You see Jason Tatum slide through the lane. He has his hand over here. He looks smooth. The other team is outscoring the Celtics on average in this series when Jason Tatum is on the court. Andrew Wiggins is a shutdown defender. Has anyone also noticed in the box score and this has been a pattern that has developed. That Kivan Looney, right, the rebounding guy, has spectacular plus-minus numbers along with Wiggins. Folks, that's the Golden State team that's been out here winning games. Right, that's the core of the team in this finals. Let's also sound even more ridiculous. The team hasn't even been hitting stride. Just look at Draymond Green's point totals. By the way, Draymond Green, I know people are saying, what's wrong with Draymond Green? Draymond Green has better plus minus numbers than Jason Tatum. Right, but understand, Draymond Green hasn't been scoring points. That game seven against LeBron, I believe he topped 30 points in that game. Draymond Green hasn't been scoring a lot of points. The first three games of this series, everyone was asking, what's wrong with Klay Thompson? Is Klay still injured? Right, folks, I've just told you that Steph Curry had no threes in game five. 
You know that's not Golden State basketball. You understand that the Wiggins, Looney, defensive part, bench, part of the Golden State Warriors, it's what's been delivering for them. Even Steph's 40-plus game, he was third on the team in plus-minus. Looney and Wiggins had better plus-minus numbers than Steph that game. So for game six, on a team with an emotional scar, I'm telling you, a lot of these dudes are going to be out there thinking about LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. I'm just telling you. Right? Let's remember, LeBron brings the first ring to the city of Cleveland in a major sport in years. So if the Warriors show up and Steph's hitting threes, Clay's hitting threes, and Clay, folks, look at the three-point numbers from Clay in game five. He's starting to get hot. If Jordan Poole can hit some threes, and Poole, I'll agree, is more of a home court guy than an on-the-road guy. But understand, during the regular season, he averaged 17 points a game. If the Warriors show up and they're the Warriors, right, if they know they can beat the Celtics, just off defense and rebounding, points in the paint, and free throws. If they know they can beat the Celtics off that, and they actually bring their offense, this could be another double-digit Warrior win, even in Boston. Right? The secret is going to be out early. Watch the game if the Warriors come out and guys start hitting threes, Curry just got a three, at least one in a game streak snapped, right? If they come out and they're firing and they're hitting, game six could be a blowout. I see the other narrative. Boston comes out and they're energized. This has been a long time coming. This is the town of Bird McHale Parish. Right? This is the town, people forget about this group, of Cowens and JoJo White. That's after the Russell era. And of course, this is Hall of Fame U when you go back to the old Celtics. Right? Sam Jones, Kuzi, Heinsohn, Russell. Right, so this, this crowd's going to be out. I imagine if you were a Celtic in an NBA Finals in recent years, KG, Pierce, let's not forget them. I'm guessing you're going to see a bunch of these guys at the game, in the crowd. The Celtics are going to be hyped. There's no question about it. The big question is whether they have enough. There's an efficiency gap. Jalen Brown and Tatum and Smart just aren't as efficient as the Golden State Warriors are. Right? They're just not. Understand, in the regular season, the Warriors were more efficient from three. 
than the core of the Boston Celtics. If that shows up, it didn't in game five. Right? The Celtics were more efficient from three. If the Warriors show up and start raining threes to go with the defense that has won them multiple games in this series, I could see the Warriors closing this out in six. So, given the emotion on the Boston side of the ledger, given the ongoing narrative that Boston is always there late in games and that it's just happenstance as to why the Celtics didn't go down, right, didn't win the game, right, given the narrative that, oh, it was just Curry getting hot in game four that allowed Golden State, a team that has won a game on the road in every playoff series it's been in going back years, right? It's just happenstance that Golden State won on the road in this series, in game four. It's just Steph Curry getting hot. We'll overlook the fact that the Warriors won that game by something like 10 points. That two other guys on the Warriors had better plus minuses than Curry. Right? Given that narrative, the crowd's going to be hyped. Given what happened against Milwaukee, against Miami, the crowd's going to be hyped. So I don't have visibility on Game 6. I think the Warriors are the better team. I think the situation favors the Celtics. Just don't overlook the fact that the Warriors are haunted, in my opinion, by losing a Game 7 at home. Right, folks? There's a hush because the Warriors set the record that season for the most wins in a season. People were openly talking about that record. They wanted to be that man, Michael, and the Bulls who had the record at 72 wins, right? The problem is hearing about a regular season win total does not matter when you can't close it out in the finals. No one talks about that Warrior team as being among the best ever. You don't think that Clay and Steph aren't upset whenever they think about that Game 7 against LeBron? You don't think it doesn't irk them that neither guy had a great Game 7. Understand, Draymond Green can sleep at night. Even though he really cost them that series, right? He gets suspended. They're up 3-1, he gets suspended. But at least in that Game 7, he showed up. That's part of the first paragraph of the Draymond Green work history. Steph and Clay didn't show up. So here they are in Game 6, taking nothing for granted, having finals experience that the Celtics just don't have. Steph's coming off the end of his three-point shooting streak. Right, folks, I know the Warriors look soft and suburban. Right, I know that. Don't question the heart of these guys. They may not look like they have swag. I'm just telling you, you're not going to find 
a more ferocious competitor than Steph Curry. Right? This is a chance to make a statement on a team that I believe they know they're better than. Right? Steph Curry, after he drops 40-odd, he gives an interview where he talks about how he feels the Warriors still have more that they could be doing. Right? That more might come out in game six. I'm staying away. I'm not blindly taking the home team here. Right? I understand warrior history. That LeBron overhang, hey, look, they want to come back here for the parade, not for a game seven. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. Uh, by the way, you should have already cashed on the game prop I offered a couple videos back. Right? Warriors plus one and a half games. That's already cashed, right? Because the Celtics can only win if they win in seven games, right? So that ticket, which paid better than even money, has already delivered. Here, I'm just going to be a fan because Boston lost game five and has no alibi. There's no 40-plus point warrior performance. Boston had the advantage from three. Boston had an eight-rebound advantage. Yet Boston lost game five by several points. Right, several. Boston had no answers from for Wiggins, and Wiggins was hitting twos, folks. Right? That's structural. So I'm on the sidelines for game six. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. If you feel there's an edge here, tell us about it in the comment section of this video. Right? Let me also say, too, something I said earlier in this video. The Warriors have had a streak of winning games on the road in the playoffs. That streak's intact. They've already won in Boston. Right? If they come out and they're ready, and they're hanging around close to these Celtics, just understand this is a team with a proven history of winning road games like this one. That's how I see it. I look forward to your comments in this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.